Hi, I'm Stephen Cook, Senior Fellow for Middle East and Africa Studies at the Council on Foreign Relations, and I'm joined today by my friend and colleague, Phil Gordon, who's also a Senior Fellow at the Council on Foreign Relations. Phil's got a terrific new book out called Losing the Long Game, The False Promise of Regime Change in the Middle East, uh, just published by St. Martin's Press. So, Phil, um, my first question is, what was it? What was the inspiration for losing the long game? What was your intellectual project in writing this book? So first, Stephen, thanks for doing it. Um, the inspiration, I started thinking a book like this would be useful a couple of years ago as I watched the Trump administration start to formulate its policy on Iran. Uh, now, as you know well, uh, the official policy on Iran hasn't been and isn't regime change. That's what the book is about, right? Uh, regime change in the right. Middle East. But as I watched it, it struck me that that was really the motivation. Uh, pulling out of the nuclear deal, making demands of Iran that almost seemed designed to be rejected, piling on massive sanctions, lending support to protesters, and sometimes uh, actually admitting that the real goal was to put so much pressure on the country that the people would rise up and change the regime. And as I watched that play out, you know, people like you and I have thought about issues like regime change in the region for a long time, but I was was inspired, so to speak, to go back and say, well, if before we do that again, maybe it would be interesting to go back and look historically at the times that we have set out to change regimes or changed regimes in the region and how that worked out. And so that's what the book is, going all the way back to the 50s. The first time we did it, ironically, in Iran, the, the 53 coup. Right, right. Uh, and then look at the track record of the interventions we've done to change regimes in the region. Awesome. I, you're, you're, you're not going to get an argument from me on, on current Iran policy. Uh, I think all of this has really been veiled regime change. Let me ask you another question. You know, you put a lot of time and effort into this book. What was the one thing that really surprised you about your subject matter in the course of research and writing the book? What did you just say? Holy moly, I didn't know this or or some analytic strand that came together that you didn't really expect. Yeah, I don't know if I would take it all the way to holy moly, but I do have to admit to being surprised how systematically bad the track record was. <laughs> so again, you know, I'll admit, you know, we all think of the Iraq war and I think everyone sort of instinctively would say, well, that regime change didn't work out. But I thought when I started digging into this that I would end up saying, well, these three worked out pretty well and these two not so well. Right? I, I went into it assuming the track record would be poor but what I came up with is, you know, the bottom line is we've done it about seven times in the past 70 years. And there's not a single unambiguous success. <laughs> and even the ones that uh, you might have uh, instinctively thought were successful, like support for the Mujahideen in, the, in Afghanistan in the 80s, to me at least, when I looked at that and then realized, well, it's true we undermined the communist Soviet-backed regime, but we also, you know, led to a decade of savage civil war and ultimately the Taliban who harbored Al-Qaeda. And then we were hit and then we had to go in and remove the Taliban. And now we've been there 20 years spending a trillion dollars dealing with that. So uh, I don't know if that was you know, shocking or, or should have been surprising, but it did strike me that the track record's even worse than, than I thought. I, I guess we call it the mother of all blowback. So Phil, you were the senior director, White House uh, coordinator for the Middle East, Grand Poobah, on the Middle East during the Obama administration. Tell our listeners a little bit about these issues as it relates to your time in government, whether it was in Libya, Egypt, the ongoing struggles in Iraq. Um, 
now that you've been out of government and had had time to reflect, what's your views on on, on those situations? Yeah, Stephen, that was also really interesting for me because you know I said I was partly inspired to write it, you know, watching Trump pursue this course in Iran, but I also wanted to write it because I learned some of these lessons the hard way. Uh, you know, I was, as you say, part of administration. This is really ironic that you know Barack Obama, of all people, ended up, you have to say, pursuing regime change in different ways in Egypt, Libya, and Syria. I say ironic, right, because this is a right. person who made his name opposing the Iraq War. Uh, which helped him become president and was instinctively realist and not inclined to intervene in the Middle East, wanted to pivot to Asia. But we found ourselves, and I'll say we, uh, part of this administration, uh, uh, because of what started to happen on the ground, uh, which you've written a lot about in terms of the Arab Spring, pursuing similar goals, which is to say, in, again, very different ways, but helping to push Mubarak out in Egypt and try to bring about a different, not just government, but essentially political system, democracy. In Libya, Barack Obama found himself intervening militarily with NATO to overthrow the Gaddafi regime. And in Syria, we found ourselves supporting the opposition to try to get uh, rid of the regime of Assad. And those cases are all super different, but what they have in common and what they have in common with the previous cases is that we didn't reach our goals. It ended up costing a lot more than we thought. And in every case, there were huge unintended consequences. You know, incredibly important lessons learned. I think a lot of folks are going to just enjoy and learn a lot from the book, Losing the Long Game, The False Promise of Regime Change in the Middle East by my friend Phil Gordon. Thanks, Phil. It's been a lot of fun today. Good luck with, uh, with uh, promoting the book. Thanks a lot, Stephen. Really appreciate it. Fun talking to you. Have a good one.